thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging. Well, Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 460, and I couldn't do it without the world's most well-traveled wellness expert. He's been all over the globe. Yeah. And massive bombshell here. He's one of the three billion people that have got off a plane with COVID-19. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, Damo COVID Christoph. <laughs> Damo COVID Christoph. I love it. Piercy, great to be joining you, albeit virtually. I couldn't get out of here even if I wanted to. I'm stuck here right now, but uh, only for one more day. So I'm looking forward to um, getting back out into the public. But yes, I went to I went overseas, had a great little holiday. Um, a lot of people are going, how can you go overseas? Well, I'll tell you what, it is easier to get overseas than it is to get to Western Australia right now. Um, so, <laughs> you know, no, who wants to go to Western Australia anyway? And uh, so we uh, we went across to Europe, had a great time over there, did a little bit of snowboarding. In amongst it, 200,000 cases per day over there in France. And we thought that was just Paris. We were going to be all right because uh, we weren't going there. Needless to say, we came back germ-ridden, germ-ridden. Coated a little bit in COVID, little bit, little bit COVIDy. Yeah, a little bit COVIDy. It's an amazing thing, you know, like um, because you test negative so often, and all of a sudden, bang, you test positive, and then so then the timer starts, and you've got COVID, and the symptoms kick in. I'll tell you what, the symptoms do kick in. Um, the aches, the shivers, the you know, the sweats, the sore throat, the sore head. I haven't got, like, despite the size of these nostrils, I can't smell a thing. Like, it's the first time in the history of my life I haven't ever smelled <laughs> the coffee in Brazil. Like, I can't do it. If I chew food, though, can you still hear it? Have you still got mesolomathicophonia? Yeah, still got mesomasticophonia. Phonia. I do. So COVID yeah, has yeah, I do. that. I do still have that. Um, my taste came back today at lunchtime, which was really nice. Amber made a delicious little um, eggs and avocado uh, kind of meal, and that was really lovely, and I was able to taste it, which is good, so then I went got myself a ginger beer love that oh missed flavor i've got to tell you but um <laughs> smells you know what i'm like on a plane it's nice not to have to be able to smell people because i tell you what people walk past you crop dusting on the way to the toilet that's no good <laughs> i hate that i hate that oh, yeah. there. my dad's there g'day larry so today we're going to talk to you about your experiences with COVID and, and for those people that want to know, I'll ask you the burning questions on what supplements you've been taking and what vitamins and minerals and all the rest of it. Yeah. So we'll do that. Um, yeah. But but a lot of people, particularly in Australia at the moment, are really confused by the testing and the, for want of a better term, the accuracy of some of the testing and that's not even probably the right um, word to use. But you, just, you did mention that, you know, there were 200,000 cases a day in France and you were you were um, down far away from France, but yeah, for memory, um, you were having a lot of tests, but you were con continually coming up negative. Yeah. Um, and can you just share that experience with people, and then we'll get into how you've dealt with it since um, you've come home. Yeah, sure. And I think there's, I mean, obviously there's a lot of confusion around at the moment, but um, what appears to be the case is the most accurate test is a PCR test, um, and then the next most accurate test that we've got um, would be 
um, the RAT test, the rapid antigen test, and the third most accurate test would be um, tasting one of your mate's food that they've cooked for you and you know that they can't cook. And if you enjoy it, it's highly likely that you've got COVID. <laughs> Something like that, right? <laughs> you love the plain food so much the on the way food. home. The plain you were food. like, this yeah. isn't making any sense. The plain food was so plain. But it was, uh, no, it was actually... We were very lucky because we got to see. We got as we walked into the plane, we got to turn left and not right. Uh, so we actually did get good food. But you're right. Um, actually, no, I, I I could still taste at that point in time. So um, and I could still smell at that point in time. So I I you know in the lead up to coming back to Australia from Europe, um, I'd done two rapid antigen tests and a PCR test and all of them were negative. And then literally 25 hours later, once we'd landed back in Australia, um, we obviously you've got to do it. You've got to do the rat when you land or go and get a PCR. And we were having to wait six or seven days for a PCR result. So like going, nah, we'll do a rat, right? Because you, you, rats were, you were able to do them now. So we did a rat, bang, positive. I was like, what the heck? You know, like <laughs> this is ridiculous. Anyway, so... Um, Bang, slam the doors closed, just like a Get Smart episode. And we were uh, stuck in the halls of our house, not able to leave for seven days um, in, in quarantine. So that's just the way that it went. But um, it comes as a little bit of a shock because you kind of go, oh, my gosh, now I've got COVID. Like, am I different? <laughs> that's, that's kind of, well, we've gone past the point of feeling like a leper to it being somewhat normalized. Yeah. And yeah. it not being so... Oh my gosh! There's someone in our community that's that's got it. So I, I gather there's almost that. You know, um, yeah, you're, you're one of uh, millions. But let's go on to that phase now of um, what you did and uh, um, you, like mixed in with your symptoms and the rest. But yeah, did you did you what did you start to incorporate um, more of or less of or new things into your um, intake that that you did only because you knew you had COVID. Well, it's funny, you know, because when we first started talking about COVID, you know, and you know, you'll remember how frustrated I was getting. I was getting so agitated. Now, talk about different types of drugs that people should take and make sure you've got your ibuprofen and your paracetamol and, you know, take all these drugs and yada, yada, yada. Um, but the more that you learn about these sorts of diseases or these sorts of um, conditions, the more you suppress the symptoms, the longer the symptoms will last, right? So um, mm -hmm. you want to actually encourage your body to have a healthy immune response. And the healthiest way to encourage the immune system to have a healthy immune response is to use the building blocks, the ingredients that the body requires to mount an appropriate immune response. So we're not talking about taking herbs like echinacea or echinacea, as some of our friends have called it, um, or astragalus or um, andrographis or, or, I don't know, whatever else, olive leaf extract, like all of those sorts of um, immunostimulating or immunomodulating um, or immuno-affecting um, herbs, all of those are used to manage the symptoms of the condition that you will develop. And everyone's COVID is probably like everyone's FODMAP. It's just a little bit different, you know, like everyone's just mm. slightly different. So for me, um, really sinusy, headache, um, a lot of back pain, like a lot of back pain. Um, and that's not good when you're a chiropractor and you can't see a chiropractor because you're like, what am I going to do? I was, you know, stuck, can't see anybody uh, with all this pain. Amber's like, 
need an adjustment, need an adjustment, <laughs> need an adjustment. I'm like, oh, ah. You could adjust her and uh, yeah, there's yeah, no, recipro- no reciprocation, I have to tell you. And then, um, so I had all of those symptoms and yes, I could have taken paracetamol and yes, I could have taken ibuprofen, but I knew that these were symptoms that I just needed to get through. I needed to ride through it. And if I could sleep, that was the main thing. So sleeping and maintaining a healthy, appropriate immune response. But what is really interesting is when you're sick, is the um, you're decreasing consumption of water, and it's not intentional, um, and that's probably the most dangerous thing because that creates fatigue, that creates hypoxia, that creates um, dehydration. There's so many things that that actually creates an absence of hydration, uh, creates disease in your body, and it makes things much worse. So the hardest thing to do was to maintain hydration, um, but probably the most important thing to do was to maintain hydration mm. uh, throughout the whole of the thing. You know, like, it was that was really important. So what did I do? Um, I took vitamin C, I took zinc, and I took vitamin D. That was the most important thing, the important ingredients that um, I recognized uh, with the, you know crucial and as I started off saying two years ago when we first kicked off talking about this that's what I recommended everybody do in the first place vitamin C zinc and vitamin D like you, they're the key nutrients that your body requires and I would still say keep doing those things I think what's so important here and I just want to harp on it is that you've said foundations so you said hydration was like number one and Z, C, zinc and D are and I just want to reiterate this because, again, living where I live in Byron, I feel like it's everywhere. There's so many random left-of-field nutrient solutions that you've never heard of before that are almost the holy grail of health and healing for COVID. And I think it it almost makes it um, even more scary when you think that this um, this if you get COVID, you're going to have to find this fountain of, you know, what in, in longevity terms we call it the fountain of youth, the magic bullet, this thing from this amazonian forest that we've now found is like so effective i just love demo that you're actually telling everyone your experiences and it's not rocket science and it's not stuff that's necessarily hard to get yes it might be a bit more popular a lot more popular because um of what's happening at the moment but you're not having to find something a lot easier to get vitamin c than it is to find a rapid antigen test right now put it that way (laughs) (laughs) but not for much longer i can tell you that because once this podcast hits the airwaves everyone's gonna be bolting out like they're gonna go and get all their zinc and c Uh, pete's got a great question um are they like separate capsules um not really like separate capsules they actually are separate pete (laughs) that's Sorry, just I thought that was funny. Marcus wasn't even listening. Uh, but I'm, I'm uh, really sorry. Vitamin C, I would use uh, C powder. Um, that's what I'd use. Um, and I use a C powder combined with zinc. So I got zinc and C together. And then the D is always a liquid or a capsule. Um, and so that's what I would be uh, doing. That's that. That's probably the best way to go. So vitamin C and zinc combined. That's how I do it. And then D. Um, in terms of doses, I can't advise on doses while I'm on, you know, this mm-hmm. sort of format. So stick to the dose that is recommended on the bottle. That's the dose that's been tested. Um, and to be honest with you, apart from vitamin D, I probably took what was the recommended dose, to be honest with you. because I was just about to ask you that curly question, and you don't have to answer it if you're not comfortable to, but... Did you follow the daily dose of C, zinc, and D, or did you? I mean, you know your body better than anyone else, and you've been taking all of these for years, so you're going to know. But don't answer if it's if it's not appropriate as a health professional. 
Well, no. So for me, the most important thing that I did, um, the most important thing that I did was make sure that my diet was adequate and supplied me with the right macronutrients, really important protein, fat, carbohydrates. I maintained my hydration. Um, I used a mushroom extract to assist me with the sore throat that I had. Um, and that was really beneficial. I used, um, some olive leaf extract to assist me in just boosting, um, a white blood cell response. Um, but my primary ingredients to maintain the nutrient supply for my immune system were the zinc C and vitamin D. Um, and, and it, apart from the D, I stuck with um, the recommended daily allowance. I had extra D um, than what would be the RDA, but um, I, that was that was based on clinical judgment. So you know, speak to your pharmacist, yep. naturopath, chiropractor, whoever's going to advise you in that space to uh, to work out what your dose would be most appropriate. Yeah, that's a probably that probably answers the question from Christina Ragoni. Should the dosage of C, zinc, and D be different if you have COVID versus a daily measure to help keep the body at optimum health and perhaps avoid getting it? I think the answer, Christina, is you've got to know your body and and also seek some professional guidance. My thing, um, Christina, with that is that if you've been taking a daily dose, it's highly likely that your levels of zinc and D will be pretty good. It's just that we don't store C, so you could increase C up, like you could increase your C a little bit, and that's very very safe to do. Um, but because we can't store vitamin C in the human body, we have to eat it, we have to consume it. To increase it um, is probably not a bad thing unless you've got a kidney disease. So, you know, obviously all of this information we speak about today is not specific. It's not intended to replace information or to, you know... Um, Spending time with your health professional to your health individual case. If you yeah. want, you know, more accurate information. But uh, most certainly I would be using those ingredients um, anyway. So Helen's question is, which mushroom extract? Um, I used an extract that I get from Metagenics, um, and that's a practitioner-only one. Um, but I used that because it contains five different mushrooms um, that enable, um, again, the stimulation of white blood cell activity. And, and that's been shown in the research, and so I, I feel comfortable saying that. Um, but again, I would find your healthcare professional to, to you know go with that um <laughs> pete's mushroom extract is a little bit different than what my mushroom extract is. <laughs> so. oh turning it around and putting it back on him quick smart um this is good this is good hey I love i'd love to i'd love to know unless you want to add any more on, on on what you were taking during that time but now that you're on the back end of it you know i've spoken to you two or three times since you've been back um you definitely sound a lot better now than when you came back. We were having some video uh, contact on the weekend. I could see you had kind of not puffy eyes or maybe puffy eyes. More puffy that was than now. Like, trip home. More yeah, yeah. Like you look you look a lot better. Um, you sound good. Um, and again, I'm just curious more than anything, does it um, – I don't say has it exceeded your expectations. Now that you're on the other side of it, mm-hmm. do you go um, – well, that was more than I thought, or that was about on par with what I thought. Like, because everyone's had, like you said earlier, everyone's experience of COVID is going to be slightly different. It's yeah. called Welcome to Humanity. Yeah, yeah. But your particular experience, um, how would you describe it based on what you thought it, it would be like in your body? Mm-hmm. 
I'll come back to answering that question in a sec. Um, I'll just answer Hado's question. He's asked, um, how bad would this virus be for those suffering with diabetes? Um, what we do know about this virus is that there are people that are at high risk, Hado. Um, and like with any virus that could, you know, really challenge you, um, if diabetes is poorly controlled, then you don't need much to send it out of control, further out of control. And that, I think, is one of the dangers. So people with a disease um, of lifestyle, lifestyle disease, or even autoimmune disease um, do have to be a bit more careful. Um, what I found really interesting about this was I had a mate who had the Delta um, variant. He got sick with the Delta variant, and so did I. I, got, I, I had the Delta variant, and so did, so did Amber. And the only reason why we know that we had that is because of loss of taste and smell, and that doesn't happen with Omicron, um, and that it went down to our lungs. And that also doesn't tend to happen with Omicron. Omicron tends to stay in the head um, and the back of the throat, whereas the Delta one could go all the way through, right? So... Um, What's interesting about that is that I had a mate that almost died with the Delta and he was fit, healthy, 50 odd years old, you know, you would never have expected him to die. And then another mate who thrived, like 37 years old, 10 years younger than me, um, thrived, no problems, not even an issue, not, you know, probably the same symptoms as what I had, um, totally fine, but you just don't know how people are going to be. You, you just mm. don't know how people are going to be. So, um, yeah, I, but to... Put it into context and to answer your question, PC, um, I didn't really know how I was going to react when I got it. I didn't know how I'd be. Like, obviously, I'd had a cold before and I'd had a flu before. And I would say that this is somewhere between it, – it, it's definitely worse than a cold for me. Um, and it's probably more like a flu, um, I I could assume, like, I think every year I get some kind of cold or flu kind of thing that lasts for two, three or four days. Um, and this kind of felt like that. Maybe, maybe if anything, slightly worse than that. But when I look at Amber, for example, and she had a, a really big response, like her immune response was quite significant. Um, she was wrecked. But the escalation out of it, so once you're through that contagious phase and once you're through that really sick phase, you come out of it really fast and, um, and your repair is miraculous. And it's a mm. great reminder of how incredible the human body actually is to be able to, you know, get mm. you to be back on track and feeling absolutely amazing again because it's not an intervention that gets you right it's your body that gets you right it's the interventions mm. that might assist your body to get you right but it's your body that gets you right and it's a great reminder of how incredible the human body is to actually get you through this virus which is weird because you literally can watch it sweep through the world and just take people out and uh and and this is what we've just experienced so quite fascinating really fascinating that's a beautiful way to end this episode demo to actually remind all of us that you know, when the inevitable happens and it is something that we're experiencing ourselves to witness the body at work and do its thing is a thing of absolute wonder. And I love the way that you um, express that. And uh, as always, when we do these very hard-hitting interviews with you, Damo, thanks so much for being so open and honest. And I know based on all the questions in the chat here that there's a lot of people that have absolutely loved you sharing your experience. Um, it humanizes the virus, takes it off the headlines of the 6 o'clock news and humanizes it. So um, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Who's sick of hearing thank about Novak so Djokovic? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <that's not> <laughs> they needed a distraction. Mm. Cases were getting boring. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, Let's go hunt a Another like bit of immigration to yeah. change the change change the headline. So yeah, but thanks, Damo. That's been sensational, and no doubt a keeper for everyone. When again, uh, they need to know. Um, how you've approached it and handled it. So thanks for your wisdom as always, Damo. Thank you, PC. Thanks for asking the questions. Um, I do like sharing and I like to make things a bit easier for people. So hopefully that's given people some um, some solace, some understanding, a bit of comfort that um, your body can get through it. Give yourself the opportunity, eat great food, drink lots of water and use the supplements that are appropriate, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, a lot of love, a lot of love in here. Take care, Damo. Thank you for sharing. Take care, Jack. Good luck, Damo. Get well. Take care. Miss you, says Wilma. They've moved back to the Good States. on you. A lot of love in there. A lot of love. Um, for more on Damo's Wisdom, folks, make sure you head on over to DamienChristoph.com, myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. Uh, thanks to all of the listeners and the people in the 100 Not Out world that have been subscribing and listening and sharing the podcast uh, with their friends and family over the years. If you haven't done so, open up a whole new world to your friends and family. Share with them 460 episodes of 100 Not Out. No idea where to start. Maybe episode one. Uh, the <laughs> you audio can't is get, dodgy. You can't get it. You can. If you Google it. You can, yeah, but, but not you won't on, get on iTunes. Yeah, but not on your, not on your iPhone. You'll get it on Spotify, just oh. not on Apple Podcasts. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've got to change podcast providers. Ooh. It's just a bit of an Apple Ooh. thing. Like so once we sign our $20 million Spotify exclusive deal, uh, uh-huh. we won't have to even, you know, we'll just tell everyone to listen on Spotify. Yeah, uh, I've got to talk to you about that deal too. Okay. All right, to everyone who's been listening, thank you for your support. And until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.